Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Hi everybody, thanks for downloading Outspoken, the podcast that brings you the very best of our daily Talk Sport show. Chelsea have continued their January spending with the signing of Joe Felix, but Danny Murphy thinks he already have the answer to their goal-scoring woes in the squad. And don't miss the very same Danny going on his most explicit VAR rant to date. Well, 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 I look out into the streets and into the sky of London and at last it's a blue sky. Alex Crook is with Danny and myself. Alex, it's stopped raining at last, thank <laughs> God. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Beautiful day. Well, it is with you here, mate. <laughs> Sitting in the seat of Mr Jordan, who's off uh, today. How does it feel? Do you feel inspired? I'm not sure I'm going to be quite as, uh, as spiky as Mr Jordan, but I will do my best to, oh, to get under know. Danny's skin. I'll give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. Uh, Danny Murphy, uh, <coughs> Workaholic. I hear you in co-commentary. I see you on my television. I see you in this radio station. You're everywhere. You're omnipresent. Ubiquitous. Um, Ubiquitous. Yeah. I um, I've I've got a busy few weeks coming up actually. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much football, isn't there? Which is great. We all love it. <clears throat> but you do. I, I was talking uh, to Liam, my fair, the boss, and um, I, I saw that. I said to him, I was looking at my work diary the other day, and I was like, oh my god. Really? Feels like it feels like a, a normal working week for most yeah. people. Did mate. you hear him talking to the boss, incidentally? Yeah, I saw the apple that he gave him as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm really busy. So much work on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry, we heard it. Um, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. I've got a feeling it might kick off. We might have a bit of a debate about Chelsea number nine. You say Chelsea have got a number nine, and he is Pierre Emerick <clears throat> Aubameyang. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about but people say, oh, they need a number nine, they need a goal scorer. Well, he's he's a one-in-two goal scorer all his career and he's done it in the Premier League God knows how many times. If you have the right service to him and, and play more progressive football than Chelsea at the moment, he'll score goals. Got no doubt about it. All right. I mean, the only thing is I don't see is how he trains. You know, there has been question marks of his attitude in time gone by, so I accept that, and I don't know. Cause I'm not work rate, does he work hard enough as well? <clears throat> well, I, I can only go off what I see on the pitch. And the last couple of times I've seen him, he's forever making runs and never gets the ball. The home game against Manchester City, if anyone wants to question it, run it back and watch how many times he runs in behind and doesn't get the ball. 
He can't. I mean, you put put him in City side, he'll score a bag for. Of course he would, because he got players who look up and play the ball forward. Strikers who score goals don't need to be involved in the game the whole time. Haaland sometimes goes twenty minutes without touching the ball. I think he did it against Everton, that stat that came up in the Everton game, and his first first or second touch, he bangs one in. Oh, Danny, I think the jury's out in a bammy, Yang. Jean-Felix, seemingly here. Uh, yeah, and medical we make today. an announcement today. Yeah, yeah, medical today for him. I mean, again, But he's not a nine, he's is not, he? He's not a nine, and um, I still think he's a big risk. I mean, I, I, is he one of those players, Jean-Felix, who there was a lot of hype about when he first burst onto the scene? Is he any better now than he was when he first announced himself, or was that the peak of João Felix? I think this is a move that comes with big risk attached well, to Chelsea. Why does a manager of the calibre of Diego Simeone not want João Felix at his football club? That's, well, look, that's is the it, is it, is it all about not wanting him, or is there a little bit of the financial they need to get him off the wage bill for a bit and take some money in? Because there's a lot of financial problems at Atletico. Could be, what, yeah. What I look at it, if you take away the money for a second, just purely on a football, because I don't know enough about the finances, I would have him ahead of Ziyech. I'd have him ahead of Pulisic. I'd probably have him ahead of Havertz, to be honest, but they are quite similar, so that's a that's a debate. Yeah. But he will improve their options, but only in wide areas. I mean, he'll keep the ball, he goes past people really, he's got beautiful technique, nice balance, he mm. glides with the ball, very strong. Artie's got he's got magical talent. But Chelsea but, need goals. That's the whole point. But if this, you need goals, it? then play the, the play the person in your squad who's got the most goals. You've actually just highlighted the problem for me at Chelsea, though, because you've listed three players there who've played under various different managers. They're on big wages. They've been signed for big money. You can chuck Timo Werner into the mix as well, Lukaku. Chelsea's recruitment for, what, four years has been utterly dreadful. Well, yeah, but then again, you could argue that, when, for example, Lukaku, I mean, we all know what his qualities are. Even though he started badly or he, he did a stupid interview, whatever the complexities were, he's a hell of a striker. Stick him in the team, work with him, coach him properly, build the team around him, and then you've got a goal scorer. Yeah, but it's never going to work here, was it? Why? That's why he's no longer here. Why, though? Well, it didn't work at Manchester United. It, it didn't work when he came back to Chelsea. And actually, maybe, again, that's the point with Aubameyang. Is the Premier League now just too good for Aubameyang and for Lukaku because they'll score goals elsewhere no, Aubameyang just... did it in Spain Lukaku does it in Italy but do they get found out in the I Premier League I think it's just about building every player needs the right people around them to get the best out of them you can't tell me Haaland in Chelsea's team right now is going to be scoring the same amount of goals oh, I think he'd be scoring more than they are yeah because he's a super talent but not, not as many as he is my, my point is that you can only be as good in football as the players around you mm. and then unfortunately Someone like Aubameyang or Lukaku, for that matter, relies on service. So what about Joe Felix coming in then to Chelsea? Cascarino in the Times this morning, Danny. In Felix, Chelsea have signed a really talented, technical, skillful player. Yep. He can play on the left as a number 10, but he's joining Chelsea, a, a team uh, in which it's hard to score at this time. His goal-scoring numbers are not impressive. I mean, at the end of the day, welcome, Joe, but are you the right fit? Maybe not at this time. <clears throat> wrong player, wrong time. Getting someone who can put the ball in the back of the net, no? Well, that's what Chelsea need. We'll, we'll have to wait and see because I think what he'll do, he's quite brave, Felix. He doesn't really mind making mistakes. He takes people on. He, he, he takes the ball in difficult areas. You need someone to feed the goal scorer. I take your point about having a goal scorer, but you need someone. A lot of those Chelsea players in the minute are playing safe. Mason Mount, would you put him in that category? Um, a little bit. He's low. He's a bit low on confidence. I mean, he has set himself such high standards, to be fair to him. I wouldn't worry about Mount. I think if you leave him in, he'll come through it because he's that tenacious. And but you're that... saying, Obama Yang, there's your man. 
Give it to him. He'll score the goals. Well, you look, there's no one else in that. I mean, he like uh, Potter did seem to like Brozier and give him a chance, and he could have been the man, but he's injured, so that's out of the question. If you need a goal scorer, what would you look at if you were in recruitment? You'd go and look at right. If you if your remit is a goal scorer, not somebody who looks good and comes to feet and holds the ball up well. Well, you maybe do what Manchester United are doing. There's one. Vout Veghorst, get him in. Target man. You, are you, they you, doing what Chelsea should be doing? What I'm saying is, if I, if you're ahead of recruitment at Chelsea and you go to them with a, a, a remit of goals, you would go and look for a striker that scores one in two. You've got one. So either if he's at, in Obama Yang, yeah, if his attitude's wrong, fine, I'll take it on the chin. I don't know, but it's not when I watch him play. Well, it was obviously wrong at Arsenal towards the end. I think. Yeah, but that, but, but, he, but, he all, but he'd proven himself. We, we'd won things. I scored loads of goals. Right, his numbers are there in a decent, half decent side. You can argue this Chelsea side's got more talent than that Arsenal side had. <clears throat> so why isn't he scoring goals? Well, one, he's not playing enough. Every striker needs to play more. Stick him in, leave him in, get the ball to him. Then if you give him six starts and you start playing a bit more progressive football and get some balls in the bottom, balls in behind and ask the midfielders to take some risks, if he's not scoring, fine, I'll take it. But Danny, it stands out a mile. He goes missing in games. He's a sub who's subbed. All good strikers go missing in games because they play the role properly. Haaland stays high, plays the role well, goes missing for 15 minutes, still scores two, scores three. The but best strikers don't always look great on the eye because they're keeping the, the the length of the game. You've got to stay high and play as a strike. One of the problems Chelsea got when you play a Havertz is a false nine. Mm. So everybody's coming to the ball. Look, Chelsea fans might agree and might disagree. They haven't seen enough of him, really. He's got a starting up for me. If you need a striker to score you goals, you've got one. Put him in, give him a run, get the ball to him. If he doesn't produce, then fine. Keep but it. I saw him against Man City at home yeah. making so many good runs without receiving the ball that he probably got to a point where he's like, well, I'm just running around it. He's not going to hold the ball up like a Giroud. He's not a Harry Kane who can come in and nobody can get the ball off him. I mean, Harry Kane's one of the best in the world. We can't compare. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. I wonder if your mate, one time big chum at Liverpool, Stephen Gerrard, is going to be heading uh, out to Poland anytime soon. In fact, he could well be there now. Uh, because all the talk is that Poland have identified Stephen Gerrard as one of their top targets and they have approached him for the vacant job. Just before we came on air, we got in touch uh, with the Polish FA and said, is this true? Are you going for Stevie G? Just had a statement from them. It is a fact that we are looking for a new coach for the Polish national team. We're in contact with a few candidates, but as negotiations are underway, we're not going to comment on any names in public. We will announce our decision when the final decision will be taken. Danny, any intel on this from your chum? I only heard about it this morning. No, I haven't spoken to him for a little while. Um, obviously, he's enjoying some holiday time. I think he's in Dubai at the minute, or he was recently, but downtime. Maybe in Warsaw. He could be now. Um, I... Hmm, there's, what, a, there's reservations about this? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I think any management job is an education. Any experience builds your CV and gives you more wisdom. And I think you could learn a lot from international football. And, and in some ways, it's not as intense as club football. So in terms of, you know, the the drain on your resource, in terms of being away from your family and all that isn't as big and things like that. So there's been some benefits to it. But the risk is too big for me if I was Gerard. Now, he's going to have to take a risk anyway, whichever his next role is. Well, what's he looking at? If he stays here, is he looking at a championship yeah, club? Yeah, I think so, realistically. It's a top international job, isn't it? I mean, this is a lucky managerial lifeline if it happens for him. Well, yes and no. I mean, I, I think... It didn't work out at Villa. It didn't. 
but he, so he, he can't be too but choosy. he still got some, no he can't but he's got some stuff in the bank you know from Rangers what he did there I think at Villa of course different circumstances manage, managers the thing is with English managers when they fail we tend to write them off if you think of some of the managers in our Premier League over the years who who bounce around jobs who have a failure somewhere else success somewhere else I think I think abroad they don't look at a one job failure as a big deal maybe we do more at the English managers here as soon as you fail it's like oh you know he can't manage again at the top I'm not on that page. Danny surely can count himself to be very fortunate if he lands a Poland job at this particular time. It's very left field for them, is it? I mean, I think Jerzy Dudek is possibly going in as technical director of the Polish Federation. So really? obviously, obviously there's a well, there's a connection there. Uh-huh. Look, I, I I think the thank prob- you, Miss Marple. The problem <laughs> the, the problem Jersey's a great lad. I mean, he's the nicest yeah. guy in the world. Well, there's a link. That though. will interrupt his golf, to be fair, because Jersey plays golf nearly every day. He's going to seriously recommend Gerard as well. Yeah. He would. They get on, but um, it's a tough job that one because they've got no no one really outstanding who's going to re- replace Lewandowski. They were poor at the World Cup. I, I had the misfortune of commentating more than one Poland. Well, game, I did I their game. They were dreadful. I, I they did... were one of the worst teams out there for me. They were awful. Yeah, they were awful. They've not got great players. How do you see it, Alex? Is this not? I'm I'm, I'm pushing Danny on it. Is it? Would this not add up to being a lucky managerial lifeline? For yeah, I, I tend to agree because I think it went badly wrong quite quickly. You got to remember Aston though. I mean, what what top man is going to take the Poland job? Do you know why I think he'd take it? Right, because I think Gareth Southgate is going to leave England at the end of this European Championship. Whatever happens, if yeah, he wins yeah. it, he goes out in a high. Yeah. If they don't win it, I think he'll say, "Look, I've had four cracks at tournament football. It's not worked out." Time for someone else. If Steven Gerrard has proven himself yeah. at the international level with Poland, suddenly maybe that door opens up for him. That's that, good, that would be the attraction. That's a great point. There's logic in that. There's logic in it, but the the Euros qualification ain't going to be easy with that team. No. So, and if he fails in that, then then yeah. where'd you go? I mean, but wait, I mean when, they, when you look at it, what, what, it can't be too choosy, as we've said. If it's a choice of a mid-table club in the championship or Poland, he's going to take the Poland job. I think it would need a lot of sit down and look at the squad and look at the players and think, can I work with them? Can I make them? Can I We've get? We still them? got Lewandowski at the moment. I mean, there's no yeah. sign that he won't be part of the furniture for, for the Euros. Poland yeah, yeah, yeah. will move heaven and earth to be part of the Euros in Germany. I mean, they they will give it everything. Do you know what? And he'll be back to the. The hills. more we talk about it, I'm with you. I think he'll take it. You're such a pushover, aren't you? No, I, I think no. But sometimes you have to you have to get exhaust the conversation to come to a conclusion. <laughs> It's and the, it Engl- is, it's and the it, England character. And it, it is bloody exhausting. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I um, I actually think, yeah, do you know what? Why not take a risk? If he qualifies for the Euros, has that experience, Cookie's brought up a great point, I think he'd probably take it. I mean, it's profile, it's kudos. Look I mean, he's Polish. The other day getting Portugal. His Polish is good as well. I'll bet. Martinez has yeah. done really well. It's about as good as Magic Cash By the way, Martinez. Yeah, but you know, you know, Portugal. You, well, know you look th- how poor Belgium were at the World Cup as well. But do you know what? And and I hear you, I hear you, because he, he should have won something with Belgium. I'd, to, I'd like his agent. I'd be in Jim's chair. But if not I even got Martinez's to a, he, He's not even got to a final I, when I you're looking like agent. that. <laughs> but you know, you know how stats and CVs can be probably manipulated to let make you look better than you are. Belgium were ranked number one in the world for how many years? Yeah. You know, and and won how many games? The only games he ever lost were in big tournaments. Really, you know, a crude semi-final in Russia. I think that was right. Was it? Was it France? Sorry, um, I can't remember Russia or Fran- uh, Russia. They lost to the Welsh in, Fran- in France, yeah. which was a poor one. Yeah. But over his tenure, the win ratio is huge. The seeding of international football—they were number one for longer than any other team. So when you look at it they're like good that, good players though. 
that golden no, generation. No, I'm with you, but I'm saying someone from the Portugal FA has looked at, they were world-ranked number one. He's only lost, he's got a win rate of something ridiculous. Can't remember the exact numbers. I saw it the other day and somebody else had done this research, not me. And actually, you could present it in a way that makes it look really appealing. The reality is international football for the top teams is about tournament football. Mm. And when you lose to Wales, unacceptable. Semi-final, f- losing to France was acceptable. They played well. They not, all- not getting out of the group in Qatar. Unacceptable. So actually, the tournament football has been a failure with the squad. What about on general? Just to finish on Gerard and Poland, Danny. Yeah. And you know him better than most. Do you think he'll seize the opportunity because it's an unexpected opportunity? This has come along at a time that he's thinking, what am I going to do next? I don't think it... Well, it depends what else is, if if anything else is on the table. I think the will way... Will he take he, the risk? I think he will. Yeah. The more, yeah. The reason he'll take the risk is because he's got great belief in himself. Yeah. If he looks at the qualification games coming up and thinks, I can get this team to the Euros. Yeah. And then have an experience of managing an international team at a Euros. In Germany, neighbouring Poland. What a, what a great experience that My would be for me. Well, the polls are saying that they're in full swing at the moment. A few candidates, negotiations are underway, but we're not going to comment on any names in public. But I'll go, out on, a, go out on a whim. If they interview him, I think they'll give it him. Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Wolves, we're told, have written to Howard Webb, calling for an explanation after Wolves were denied an FA Cup win. Uh, by disallowed goal at Liverpool at the weekend. If you remember, Wolves seemed to have scored the winner in the 80th minute. Mateus Nunes uh, took the corner. A judge to be offside when the ball returned to him. He crossed it back into the box, but the goal was ruled out. Now, one man in particular, uh, Lopetegui, the new man in charge at Wolves, was not happy. So they've written to Webb saying, we want to know 
why it was chalked off. We want to know more. Give me your explanation. In fact, enough from me. Lopetegui confirmed this. I have seen the image uh, in internet and um, I have seen different image and I have obviously my opinion and we have sent to the FAI uh, our comments and we are waiting for one explanation. This is all. Now, VAR stuck with the original decision, Danny, after there wasn't a definitive camera angle to suggest it was wrong. Lopetegui has contacted Webb and he's attached <laughs> footage that he has of the incident, taken apparently by Wolves' tactical camera, which he says proves that Nunes was onside, the goal should have stood. Okay, great. But what did, what did they hope to achieve by calling for explanations regarding disallowed goals and refereeing decisions? Well, I'm with you. It's pointless. I mean, they're, they're, you've already got the answer. You've just given the answer in the in the overview. Yeah. The answer is they didn't have a definitive camera angle to see whether he was on or off, which is ridiculous in itself. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Um, I, I don't understand it. But, yeah, what's the point? What are you going to get? I mean, what are they going to get? And, Alex, I'd, I'd add to that, is it weak for the authorities to be in the business of offering out apologies? Well, I'd imagine uh, they won't get an apology. Um, I guess they may get an apology. Well, someone needs to do. Someone needs angle. to apologise for why the cameras weren't yeah. working, um, like they do on a Premier League. Th- match. Do you know what? There's a wider point to play here um, because there are a few contentious offside decisions up and down the country in the FA Cup, uh, and some could go to VAR because they're being played at Premier League grounds, and some couldn't. Yeah. Now, surely that in itself undermines the integrity of the yeah, competition. It, it, if you're going to have VAR, you have it across the board you don't have it at all and actually I don't think too many Premier League clubs would push back on not having VAR in the FA Cup and going with the on-field calls is that the FA's choice because that just sums up whoever sat down and decided on it has not played football have they what? they don't get it no well, I, certain clubs don't have the technology to do it well, no exactly so nobody should do it yeah. and, the, and, yeah. the, and the other point some idiot at the FA thinks you know what we'll do it for the ones with the I mean, I've heard a couple of people suggest that you should, because you can, you should have it, and then at least some of the games are fairer. But no, that's not that's not the way it works. The other point is that obviously there was a lot of contention that television viewers didn't see the workings out at Stockley Park. That's again because the FA adopted a different approach to the Premier League. They don't want to show what's going on at Stockley Park. So again, there's no consistency there. I feel for Wolves, it was a tight call. The assistants bang in line with it. He thinks the corner taker is coming back for an offside position. That's why the goal has been ruled out. That's the explanation that they will get, I would imagine, from Howard Webb. If I were Wolves, I would just forget about trying to get any kind of apology and focus on trying to win the replay. Well, I'll tell you what's even more perplexing. And I, I wasn't even aware of it till this, till this, the first goal, the Salah one. Um, and I was delighted that the officials were, or the, there wasn't a camera or the officials let, let Salah's goal go because I didn't want Liverpool going out, of course. But... That rule that they used or interpreted to say that Salah was onside has got to go. You can't have defenders not allowed to try and intercept balls in case they touch it and then the offside player gets it. Did you see the goal? I, I remember the moment. Yeah, yeah. Because what you're I know then, exactly what you're saying. What you're, you're spot on. What you're then asking defenders to do is forget the habits of 25 years of 20 years of growing up playing football <laughs> right. and trying to intercept balls and stop balls. Yeah. Because if you deliberately, the rule suggests that if you deliberately make a, an attempt to get the ball, and then it goes to a player who's there, who's offside, he's then onside. But every attempt to defend is deliberate, isn't it? Really. But again, it's, it's subconscious, it's isn't it? As in well, football, it's, it's, it's ingrained. Though, this, 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 all this stuff is contested. Only in football. Other sports have got technology and got on with it. 
You, you never have the post-mortem after post-mortem that we have I heard you football. and Simon, you, you, you and Simon were talking a couple of weeks ago about the numbers regarding... Uh, using the numbers that they've the Premier League have given regarding VAR and what was it six 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 goals that they've they've they made a mistake on yeah x amount a number that they've they've made correct judged by whom those numbers are just they're just somebody's interpretation of what's right and wrong and that, that's oh, the a issue panel, yeah a panel of officials yeah there you go not a panel of ex players or or people who know football panel of officials from the Premier League mixed with the VAR officials to manipulate numbers to make it look like it's working. Yeah, but Danny, we get back to the same... There's no manipulation. We, we get back well, to not the manipulation. Same, Sorry, that's the wrong word. Interpretation. The same old story, though. Yeah. Who has played the game wants to get involved in this process? Well, that's true. Where is the queue forming? Well, Howard, Webb, Howard Webb's big mantra is to get more ex-players involved. I mean, he wants them as on-field officials with the greatest will in the world. That isn't going to happen. Not but I, I've been pushing for a long time that we should have ex-players in the VAR room. Well, it, it, do you know what? It... It's because if, you guys don't want to do it, Danny. Well, also as well, if if we're really honest about it, just because you're an ex-player doesn't mean you're always going to be right. That that's that's the crux of it. Our ego might suggest we think we are, but we're not. So ego, you, yeah. <laughs> the 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 problem is for me is that so many rules now are subjective. Some of the ruling is how you interpret the rule rather than making it very black and white. Offside isn't though, is it? Offside is supposed to be black or white. That's why this is become such a contentious issue. Well, do it, we but, know for definite that the assistant has made a mistake? I'm not sure that we do. In what? In, in the, the player coming back from an offside position. You can mean you, the, the... Can you say 100% that he isn't offside? Nunes? Yeah. Oh, we going to the Wolves' last goal? Yeah. The one was this yeah. We don't know either way, so he might exactly. be right. He might be exactly. right. So do we not have to give the assistant the benefit of the doubt in this case? Exactly. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I can well, live with it. I accept the decision. <laughs> well, no, Mr. what I can't, what I can't, what I can't live with is how the cameras are there, but not being used for the Premier League game. Yeah, but they're not being used properly for the FA Cup game. How can there be two different systems of how the cameras are set up? That might be a fair point. I'll concede to so that. Somebody, Danny, somebody what, in the FA. It's probably or, cost, isn't it? It's cost. What's provided by, by you know for the Premier League fixture may not be provided by the FA. But Alex made a good point. Why, if when it comes to the cup, it's got to be all or nothing. Yeah, no, I Either agree. have this, the process or don't have the process. Yeah, we've deviated. I mean, the, the subject of all we go on about all day, but in terms of the FA Cup, I, I make that right. If you you can't have it, it's got to be fair and equitable throughout, hasn't it? You can't have one game having VAR and another game not having VAR in the same competition. But you still think that X players should be involved in the VAR process? I think it would help, but I don't think it would be a fix. I don't think there is a complete fix. Well, number one, none of you want to do it. Number two, do there's, it. there's a message. You do it. Yeah. Danny Murphy is formally applying for the draw. Howard Webb, if you're listening, you've I got would a candidate. Be, I would be. I would do. I would be better at VAR than any of the people they've got doing it now. Any of them. Why do you think that? Wow. That's Why? a Big claim. Because I've watched and played more football than any of them. Is this because you played there's not one 15 VAR years official, ago? There's not one VAR official who's watched more football than me. There's a message coming as you're talking. Danny pushes the whole, he's not an ex-player narrative far too much. You don't have to play a sport to know anything about it. Who said that? One of our listeners. We talk, what, What's he talking about? I've lost track of what you... What's he going on about? You you are telling us moments ago, seconds ago, because you're uh, a former player of note, we concede, that you would execute VAR decisions better than anyone has done no, so far. No, not just because I'm an ex-player. Because I, I watch football non-stop and I'm, I'm brighter than the people I who do. They, I'm more intelligent 
and better at watching football than those guys doing it. Because some of the decisions they come up with, that my 12-year-old would be better at than some of the decisions I've seen this season. We get a strong coffee for Danny in here, just <laughs> during the next break. You Are you would... trying to tell me I'm not bright enough to, to run VAR better than they're doing You could it? probably do it, but I don't think you'd be better than the people they've got in place. Well, then I might as well give up life. <laughs> because well, that's a bit that's a bit extreme. VAR has been wait in, until one at least. VAR has been in, VAR has been handled so badly. It's been, in this it, country. Yes. It works quite well elsewhere. It's been used re- ridiculously it, it works badly. Well, here it's just it does not like work well. You. Some of the decisions Harp are beyond belief. I think it will get better. You know, we we spoke to Howard Webb a few weeks well, so ago. All the weather, but I'm sick of waiting for that. <laughs> it's got better than what? It's made this all almost all of the decisions have been right. Forget whether it's improved by 5%, 6%. Forget right or wrong. Forget numbers for yeah. a second. Why do the majority, huge majority of football fans who love this game across our country want VAR gone? Tell me why if I'm wrong. 100% engagement. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Well... Danny Murphy well and truly seized the cat and threw it right in amongst the pigeons. Because, oh, I'm sick of uh, holding back on it. They just they, it's the VAR's a joke. The people who run it don't do it well enough, and that's the way it is. Simple uh, as that. Dan is throwing something of a VAR tantrum this morning. Yeah. Alex Crook and I are sitting well back. Uh, Ian is one of many in total support with you, Danny. Uh, Jim White waking up. Well, I'm trying to. VAR is a tool that's badly used. Ask the question, why don't the FA or the Premier League want outside involvement? Why does VAR work in other countries, but not here? But it does work here. It does work here. No, I think, I think he's got it. a point. I think he's got a point. Um, you know, the problem for me isn't the technology. And the technology is here to stay, like it or not. They're not going to get rid of VAR. We'll okay, that isn't going to happen. We'll see. I'll tell you that isn't going to happen. We'll but for me, the people who've been using the technology haven't been using it correctly. And that really brings into question the standards of officiating in this country. This is the best league in the world. I'm not sure we've got the best officials in the what, world. What I do like... Having seen some at the World Cup... What, what I do like about what I've heard about Howard Webb is that he's trying to get a higher bar. He is. Now, that in itself is re- going to be helpful because if it is here to stay, you want it only to be interfering for really, ob- really clear, big, clear and obvious decisions. Yeah. The problem is interpretation of clear and obvious. And, and and that's something that us three could sit here and argue. Never mind the three people at VAR or the six people at VAR. Well, the reason we're talking about this is Wolves have written to Howard Webb calling for an explanation after they were denied an FA Cup win, that disallowed goal at Liverpool at the weekend. Let, let me just refer you to this. Yep. There were 44, 48, 48 VAR interventions during the season. 42 of them were correct. Six were deemed incorrect by the key match incident panel what who's a title what a title that who's is who's on by that the way. panel who's on the panel the panel features three former players oh go on then a Premier League referee which players and a Premier League representative but it doesn't give us the identity of the players but it features three former players but there's this those are the latest figures 48 just a fortnight ago they told us this 48 VIR interventions during the season so far okay. 42 of the 48 were right Six went right, right. according the, to the key that, match incident panel. Are those interventions also the offsides? No, I, well, think, I think they were more open play. 
As I say, offside is a, is a, is a matter of there fact. There were interventions and offsides were included. If offside was a matter of fact, we wouldn't have this contention about the winner. Or the luck. Well, the, that's because we haven't seen. You know, we don't know. So it's not clear then? Well, it's clearly clear to the assistant referee. We just haven't had the benefit of seeing it from various angles as we would if it but was a Premier League game. But when you see these stats, Danny, 48 VAR interventions during the season, what 42 about... were correct, six were incorrect, that knocks your argument right that, over London Bridge and those buildings. That's there. actually not an, a huge number of interventions it's either. When you look numbers. at the number of games that have been played, you know, I, I think Howard Webb's view well, is that there have been too should, many interventions. Who says there shouldn't have been double that? Well, I don't think we really need any more, do we? That's the whole no, point. No, but they might, ha- have missed, they might have missed 48 others. Howard Webb's remit, as you've said, is, is that there will be less interventions and actually there will be more accountability I'd love to know for which on-field field I'd officials. Love to know, not that it matters which form of players are on, but I'd still like to know that who, they're, who they're getting involved. Okay. Uh, but furthermore... I'll and give the you bigger, Webb's the, number. But the bigger point, Jim, is this. You said that more goals are being scored because of VAR. Correct. That is nonsense. It's not nonsense. It is. It's not nonsense. It's we'll we'll get the stat for that in a moment. But that oh, okay. latest no, stat me, knocks your argument you into need, you touch. You don't need a stat on it because the... No- those, inter- those interventions, yeah. some of those led to goals. The fact, there's two facts. The goals that wouldn't have stood had you not had it. How do you know what the interventions are? You haven't got detail of them in front of you. You're just guessing. I'm not, I'm not guessing. I'm looking, I'm looking at what they've just provided 48 us. VAR interventions. They're listening at the moment. But we don't know that they would have been goals. We don't know. We don't know. We haven't got detail. They might be, they might not be, but you're guessing, so don't guess. You are paddling upstream without so much as I'd a matchstick. Like a, I'd like a number of how many goals were disallowed because of an offside that was less than was less than an inch or an armpit. Yeah, but offside is offside. Those are the rules. That's if that's if you judge offside on an armpit. Who decided it's an armpit rather than a foot well, or the a rule, head? The rule makers. No, yeah, the, but that's the, nonsense. IFAB are the people who make the rules. But but they wouldn't if you didn't have VAR, you wouldn't have those goals disallowed. So we'd have more goals. Do you want to see goals disallowed? No, you have more goals, do but you some want of those see... goals will be wrongly given. Do you want to see goals? Do you want to see goals that shouldn't have been given? How many goals have been given? Answer me that. What? Do you want to see some goals that shouldn't have been given? If, if need be. Wrongly awarded. Yeah, if it creates better euphoria and a better spectacle and a better feeling amongst the fans and everybody more content, yeah. If it creates a memorable moment for a seven-year-old with his dad that he'll never forget rather than having taken away because somebody's armpit's offside, hell yes. Danny, hell last yes. season... 47 overturns, decision overturns, led to goals. And 43 led to disallowed goals. Last season. On whose numbers? Theirs. Their, their own yeah. people. <laughs> well, I'm not making it up. Well, I, I'm, I'm whose numbers it. do you want? I'm, well, how can you, how can you manage yourself? <laughs> how can you give statistics on your own competence? Pro- the stats are proving that by, the independent review tells us Independent it review. It improves the decision You think it's making. an independent it, review? It improves the ratio of outcome from correct to incorrect. Whether whether you're... T- what, as in a percentage, you, you're you yeah. telling me there's Your more argument of- is, forget the thing. So what, the odd goal shouldn't stand. Let it stand. Do you Get know the, that, the yeah. other argument that That's was put forward? That's why the whole thing was introduced, so these goals don't stand. I'm not a fan... And, not, and a majority of football supporters who are the most important people on the planet, not people who sit in an office looking at numbers. Right, the mo- the majority don't consider themselves important. But the majority of football fans don't want it because you lose the euphoric moments that football is there to create. And the problem is with VAR... Those euphoric moments celebrating a goal that shouldn't have been given. What, what you mean like Maradona's? That's just life, isn't it? It's history of football. We talk about it now. It's just, it's just the way we always had it. I like it that way. 
doesn't mean I'm right or wrong, it's my opinion. The fact is that those numbers they can throw out there at small percentages of gain that they're talking about don't don't justify the disappointment that the fans have when they go to a game and they have to wait around for four minutes, three minutes, two minutes to have goals taken away at brilliant moments. Your 100% essential download, Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken. Don't forget to leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Join us again tomorrow when Simon Jordan will be back alongside me. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.